0: Hi everyone, welcome back to the self-care season podcast. I am your host, Caitlin D. Chiara. I first off just want to say sorry for posting this episode late. I always get so much anxiety when I don't post on days that I'm supposed to post and I just felt really burnt out this past week and i actually did vlog week on my youtube channel if you want to go and check that out where i just vlogged every single day and uploaded every single day for five days basically kind of like a little vlogmas in a way when i did vlogmas back in december i always wanted to do a little vlog week since You guys really enjoyed Vlogmas on my channel and I really enjoyed vlogging every single day and uploading every single day. It was really fun. But with that, I kind of knew this was going to happen, but I just felt very burnt out afterwards and just kind of very emotionally drained. And so I just needed some time to myself to just kind of relax and get my mind back in order after just recording everything for five days straight, which it's crazy to think that I did 25 days straight back in December for Vlogmas because five days literally took a lot out of me. I can't even like put myself in that mindset of when I was doing Vlogmas. I felt like I was just so excited for Christmas and I kind of wasn't really feeling... What i was actually feeling like i was tired during vlogmas but i think i was just very excited because it was my first one ever that i was ever doing and i didn't really feel the burnout as much i guess just vlogging for five days straight i literally felt so drained and so that's kind of why i just wanted to take some time to myself and this also kind of goes along with today's episode which is all about how to stop a funk before it starts because I felt myself starting to go into this funk into this rut and I kind of knew like I said like before going into vlog week I kind of felt like I might feel this way afterwards so I guess that kind of helped because I was like preparing myself for it but there's also a few things that I like to do in order to not get myself in a funk and one of them was taking a step back from work and podcasting and just editing in general just being on social media because it's very draining and I know a lot of people get upset when content creators and influencers talk about their job being hard which I just want to say this job is not hard but it is mentally draining I think and it's very mentally draining if you don't know how to stop working in a way because I'm someone who has a very bad life work balance work-life balance and I talk about this a lot but it's just hard to differentiate like when I should share something and when I shouldn't share something because I share a lot of my life on the internet and so when I'm not sharing something I feel like I'm gonna miss out on something in the future and like if I don't have this certain moment to look back on and everything. So, it can get very draining and mentally exhausting in that aspect, but it's definitely not hard. It's just mentally draining, and I knew if I just kept going after vlog week and didn't give myself that little break, I would have definitely been burnt out and felt in a rut, and when I'm in that situation, it's so hard to pull myself out of it. Not so hard to pull myself out of it, but it's definitely not and so that's kind of why I wanted to focus this episode on stopping a rut and a funk before it starts. These are some things that help me and I hope that they can help you too because it's definitely not fun feeling that way and especially in the summer when it's supposed to be a fun time, you're supposed to be enjoying yourself, it's definitely not a good time to feel like you're in a funk. So I hope you enjoy today's episode. Let's light our candle for this episode I finally have a lighter did I have a lighter in last week's episode I don't even remember but finally have one no more matchsticks okay got my little target candle so cute it's one of the tin candles that target has and the scent is mandarin hibiscus it smells so good I actually got the oil diffuser I actually got the scent of that In the oil diffuser that's also at target by i think it's by opal house is the brand and i put that in my bathroom it smells so good and then let's get into the quote of the day which is from pinterest i love this quote so much i just want to say like it helps me so much and it helps me remind myself that it's okay to take a break and i don't need to feel guilty about it because i'm someone who definitely feels like i always need to be on the go and if i'm not doing something I'm not being productive. You know like I just feel bad and I feel guilty and that's why I say I have a terrible work-life balance so this quote helps me so much and the quote is if you do not pick a day to relax then your body will pick it for you. This is something that I live by and it's so helpful to me because when I start to feel myself going downhill and getting into that rut, in that funk phase, I just know that I need to take a step back and take time for myself. Not even just work-wise, just life in general. Like, if I feel like I just need to take a break from people and just kind of withdraw myself for a little bit, it's very important to me that I have my alone time and I take time for myself to kind of recuperate and gather my thoughts, do some journaling. Like, I just, it's so crucial for me and it's so true. Like, if you don't pick days. yourself to give yourself that rest your body will just become drained and you're gonna be forced to have days where you feel like you can't do anything because your body and your mind is just so exhausted so that's why I always say to have a few like do nothing days throughout the month that is so important to me and very very crucial for my mental health my physical health and it's just something that has helped me so much so I love that quote so I made a little list of five things that helped me get out of a funk, not get out of a funk, but stop a funk before it starts, and a rut, and I don't know, but I just love making lists. I feel like I just feel so much more organized, especially in my podcast when I'm doing like a how-to topic. I feel like just having a list of things comes so naturally to me, and I'm a very list type of person, so that's how I like to do things around here. So, I have five little things that help me and I really hope that they help you. So number one is identifying what's causing your funk to start. Like what do you think that you need more of? What do you need less of? And for example, for me, like I said in the beginning, like if I don't give myself a break from work, I just feel so freaking drained. Like if I'm just on my phone all the time and constantly worrying about what I have to post and film for TikTok and YouTube and just my mind is always focused on what I'm posting. This is kind of weird, but like I feel like sometimes I'm not living in the moment and I'm not actually like living my life. It's more like I'm always constantly thinking what I need to post in the future. So when I'm like actually doing it and actually filming it, it feels like I've already done it before, which is like the craziest thing and the hardest thing to explain. I don't even know if that makes any sense but like I'm always and constantly thinking of what can I post and what is this vlog going to be about and that alone drains me so much because I'm always thinking about the next thing and it's kind of like always living in the future in a way and so when I'm actually doing those things that I was thinking about doing for a vlog I just feel I just feel like I'm having deja vu all the time in a weird way but it's weird because I love it so much like I love doing little vlogs every single day in youtube and just like that is my passion it's what i love to do but it does get draining and I think it's very draining because it takes a lot out of me to take a step back and not always have to worry about things like that because I'm someone who's just constantly thinking about it and so that is usually like the number one cause of my stress that leads me into feeling like I'm in a funk and in a burnout and I notice that I start to compare myself to other creators and I just wonder if my content is even good enough and I kind of go through the like this imposter syndrome rut, which really, really sucks. I feel like I have the most imposter syndrome with my podcast and I don't know why because I never really feel that way with my YouTube or like any other social media platform. Like it's always my podcast and I think because I'm so new to it, like this is my newest platform that I have and so I think that I'm just not as used to it because I've been doing YouTube for so long. I just don't really think about stuff like that anymore, but podcasting, like, there's so many podcasts and so many podcasts, like, relating around the same genres as me, and so I always kind of think to myself, like, why am I deserving of a podcast, and why am I deserving of people listening to me when there's so many other podcasts, and that is definitely not something that is a healthy mindset for me so things like that are usually what spirals me into feeling like i'm going down into a funk but the reason why i say identifying what you think is causing your funk is so important is because you can kind of go from there and you're not just kind of stuck in this position where you don't know what to do because if you at least know the things that are causing your funk You at least have some direction as to what you need more of and what you need less of And I think that's very important and a very great start to prevent yourself from going down that hill number two And this is something that I also love to do and that helps me so much And I feel like this is kind of in order the way that i'm looking at my little list right now so I wrote down a mind dump journal session and this is kind of a not so serious journal session where i just write down whatever is on my mind i'm someone who likes to write very formal journal entries i don't really know why it just makes me feel organized in that way in my life but i will literally just write down anything and i will write down like specific words and i'll write down like anxious and under anxious i'll write the things that are causing me to be anxious and things that are causing me anxiety and just things that are making me feel unsettled and I'll kind of do that for like other words like if I feel angry I'll write down things that make me feel angry instead of physically writing out sentences because sometimes I'm just so drained and I don't have the energy to like write out literal sentences and so that's just like a nice easy way for me to see what I'm feeling as well as just kind of dumping everything out of my mind on paper for me journaling is like a mini therapy session and it seriously helps me feel so much lighter after I finish doing it but I've noticed like throughout my I want to say like early teenage years that's kind of when I started to journal I don't know where I got my first journal but I had this one pink little notebook that I wrote like one direction all over and Harry Styles and I was obsessed with that journal Because I just wrote down everything that was bugging me and just things that were happening in my life and Family life and my friends and crushes. I had just anything I would always write it down And so I think I kind of just got myself into the habit of using a journal as a way to escape My feelings just kind of circling around in my head as i've gotten older I kind of don't do it as much and I wish I did i'm trying to make a goal this month to do at least one journal entry a day just how my day is going and my daily life and just things i'm feeling something that's so rewarding too is to look back on those journal entries and see your progress it's something that's very reinforcing of okay this feeling is not permanent this feeling is temporary and i'm going to get through this and i'm not going to feel like this forever like this is just something that's so minuscule in my life right now I just have to keep pushing through and the journaling is what helps me get all the thoughts out of my head onto paper and just out of my mind. So if you don't have a journal, I highly recommend getting one. You can get really cheap ones at Target, Walmart, like literally anywhere. CVS, Walgreens, like there's so many journals out there. It doesn't need to be fancy, just something that has lined paper and there's also some journals that have prompts which i think are really nice too and very helpful but sometimes i just kind of want to write whatever i'm feeling so i love a plain journal and it helps me so so much number three i wrote down take control of things And I feel like sometimes feeling like we have no control over certain things in our lives can lead us to feel like We're going into a rut and in a funk And I know for me when I feel like I don't have control of my daily life And i'm just kind of letting my thoughts control my daily life. That's when I feel the most Not myself and I can tell that i'm going into a rut and feeling like i'm just gonna be in a funk for a little bit I always forget like i'm literally in control of myself. I'm in control of my thoughts, my actions, my daily life, my habits. Like, that is all on me. And while we can't control every single thought that comes into our head, we can control how long we think about it and how long we perseverate about it and if we're going to choose to let it affect us or not. And that is something that I've had to learn and I'm still learning about because it is very hard to stop thinking about something. Like, you can't just tell yourself to stop thinking about something because... Your brain is going to take that and you're just going to keep thinking about it. It's like if you tell someone to not think about candles, you're automatically going to think about candles and picture them in your head and just constantly think about them. So while that is not always in our control, like I said, we have control over how much we're going to let those thoughts affect us. It does take a lot of practice because I'm someone, I feel like I'm a very anxious individual and it runs in my family i mean we're all anxious to some degree but something i get down on myself for is when i start to feel socially anxious that is like the one thing that bothers me about myself and i just perseverate thoughts in my head like kate you're not good enough why do you get so anxious around certain people why do you get anxious around people at all? There's other people who never get anxious around other people and that certain thing is what makes me, like that makes me so hard on myself. I don't know why that is like the one thing that I beat myself up for is like feeling nervous and anxious around people and I go through phases where it affects me more than it does other times. When I feel anxious for other reasons, I notice that It just kind of, like I feel anxious in many categories in my life. I feel like right now I was almost about to be in a rut and I've felt more anxious than I normally have and I started to beat myself up about feeling that way. And I'm like, why am I giving this so much thought, like why am I letting this affect me so much? Like people are just people. There's nothing to be actually anxious about, like I can feel that way. But I don't need to trick myself into thinking that I should feel that way, if that makes sense. So I have been practicing this for so long, but taking control of my thoughts and how I let them affect me is crucial for my mental health and not feeling like I'm going to spiral and go downhill. Some other things that help me feel like I am in control of my life is moving my body, making myself a little healthy meal, just things that make me feel good and... Like i'm taking control of certain aspects of my life like my health my fitness my work just any aspect of my life me taking control of it and calling the shots helps me so much and helps me feel like i'm not losing myself and i'm not letting my mind control my emotions and my actions so just continuing to live my daily life while remembering that i call the shots and i'm the one who's in control is very helpful for my mental health and very helpful for me to not go downhill and not spiral number four is be around your comfort person my comfort person is my mom that can be anyone for you a friend a loved one a family member but i just love being around my mom she's seriously like my best friend i talk about her a lot on the podcast but she is just someone who makes me feel so much better like just her presence can make me feel better and i feel like those people are very important in our lives like someone whose presence can just make you feel better and uplift you i feel like that is something that's so special and we shouldn't take that for granted but it just makes me so happy to just spend time with her run errands just doing anything with her makes me feel a hundred times better and i think it's so important that we have that human connection in order to feel better. And I feel like when we're in a time and place where we feel like we're going downhill and are going to get ourselves into a funk and in this rut, I feel like human connection is super important. And I know I talk a lot about spending time alone on this podcast, but I feel like spending time alone also needs to be balanced with socializing and being around people. That is something I always remind myself because when I feel like I'm spending too much time by myself, that can also make me feel like I'm getting into a funk because I don't really, like I haven't had any true human connection. I'm just by myself and I'm only thinking about my own thoughts and I don't really have anyone else's opinion about something or even just being around someone. But I think having a friend or a family member a loved one whoever it is i think that is very helpful and very important in times like these where we just feel blah and when we need that uplifting spirit just find your comfort person and for me like i said it's my mom and she helps me so much like i will just go over to her house we'll do some errands or i'll talk to her about whatever's bothering me even if i don't want to listen to her advice I think me just telling her what's on my mind and what's going on is very helpful because at least it's not just all in my head and at least I'm talking about it verbally and kind of getting it off my chest rather than just feeling like I have to hold it in. Like sometimes I want her advice and sometimes I don't. I just kind of want to vent and get things off my chest and I think that's also something that's very special too to have someone in your life who can say like do you need me to help you do you want me to just listen to you like those are very very important things and letting the other person know what you want is also very helpful it could also be the other way around too maybe you're someone who is very social and extremely outgoing and spending time alone is what helps you get out of a funk it's just finding that balance between being social and having your alone time that is very helpful and beneficial in my life. I think it just depends on if you're introverted or extroverted. Like if you're someone, like I said, who goes out all the time, maybe you need some alone time and to just not really see anybody for a little bit. And if you're someone like me who is very introverted, I know that seeing people, friends, family, my mom is super helpful for me and makes me feel so much better. Okay last but not least on my list i wrote down get out with a bunch of exclamation points because i notice when i spend so much time in my apartment i just feel so like trapped almost and i'm just looking at the same four walls and it just kind of makes me feel like i'm just living the same day over and over again and when i don't have like a change of scenery that is something that affects me so much is when i don't have change of scenery even if it just means going down the street to a coffee shop and doing work like getting a little chai sitting down doing work I did that last week and it felt so good to just not be sitting at my own kitchen table doing work on my computer just making it a point to get out of my apartment helps so much and I try to do this like at least once a day like this morning I woke up and it's so it's been so rainy here like it's honestly getting ridiculous I love gloomy days and rainy days I talk about that all the time like I love cozy vibes and just having a nice gloomy relaxing day but it's getting to the point where it's like every single day and it's been like that for a month straight like we'll have one sunny day here and there but it just goes right back to rain and That has been affecting my mood so much. So this morning when I woke up, like I just felt so tired when I was laying in my bed because it was so dark in my room and just so dreary. But I decided to get up, get ready, take a shower and go to Trader Joe's because I needed to go anyways. But just getting up early in the morning and heading over there was, it just helped me because it just helped me feel more awake. Just getting out, going for a drive, like listening to my music in the car, and just having that change of scenery doing something as small as running to the grocery store is something that helps me. At times, I can just get so comfortable with being at home, and it's like I won't leave. Like, I just won't go anywhere, and I have to force myself sometimes to get up and be like, okay, you need to get out, like whatever it is, just get out, go for a walk, go to Target, go get gas. Like if you have an errand to do, get that done. Like I notice, like if I don't go anywhere and I'm just inside all day, like that makes me feel so shitty. So I force myself to go and do errands. Like I said, go to a coffee shop. That has been my new favorite thing to do. So I'm not doing work here all the time because I do get to work from home, which is lovely and I'm very thankful and grateful for that, but it can get tricky because you just get so comfortable with being at home that you kind of sometimes don't want to leave. So making it a point to get out and try and do work somewhere else is, it's honestly very inspiring too and it's very motivating because when I'm just staring at the same four walls every day, it kind of makes me feel like I don't have any inspiration. So, I always make it a point to get out of my apartment at least once a day. It also just keeps my mind busy. Not that it's bad to think about your thoughts, which you should be thinking about your thoughts and not internalizing them. But it's also helpful to not just constantly perseverate about the same things all day every day and going out and doing things. In keeping my mind occupied for a little bit helps me in that space in my life so much. So that concludes my little list of five things to help you get out of a rut and hopefully stay out of a rut. These things also help me too when I'm in a rut and I feel like I'm in a funk. Doing these things help me feel like I'm climbing out of that hole. I hope that they can help you too. So thank you so much for listening. I hope it helped you and hope it inspired you. Don't forget to give Self-Care Season a rating and I love you so much. I will talk to you next week.